0: Welcome to One Day Contract, the Panthers talk show where each week we're joined by a new personality who we signed to a one-day contract to join the show. One Day Contract is a proud part of the Riot Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Be sure to check out some of our network mates, Keep Pound In, The Roaring Riot Podcast, or It Is What It Is for even more great talk about your favorite team. And follow the Riot Network on Twitter, at the Riot Network, to stay up to date on all your favorite pods. Subscribe, rate, and love us wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Nikki Wolf, alongside of me, as always... Colin Hoggard, columnist and contributor for the Riot Report, and was really hoping for a Turbo Man doll for Christmas. But
1: I didn't get it.
0: <laughs> Have you been working on that all day?
1: No. Only Booster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that movie. What? Yeah. Sh- should I be ashamed?
2: Yes. You absolutely should be ashamed.
1: I've
0: also never seen a Christmas story. <gasps>
1: oh, okay. Well, that seems weirder. Does it? Yeah. They only play it 24 hours in a, in a loop. At least every holiday season.
0: I don't want to watch it, though. You,
1: well, that's that's the point. You are actively <laughs> avoiding it.
0: I am. Yeah. I mean, at this point now in my life, I feel like I should just give up. Stick on, with it? Yeah. Okay.
1: It's your thing. Not your I thing. Think you, I think <laughs> that's your thing. That's my thing. I think you've got some better things going for you. I don't think you need to hold on to this. You can let this balloon go. Well,
0: it's not like I put it on my LinkedIn or bio. Well, you should. Okay.
1: Update it. Quickly. I
0: will update it right now. On my other side, Josh Klein, managing editor for the Riot Report, co host of It Is What It Is, watched two Mission Impossible movies in secession on Christmas Day. That's impressive.
2: Not in secession. I did not secede from Mission Impossible. It and sounds like you did. Yes, I did. Which numbers were they? Were they four and three? Five and six. Why would I watch four and then three? You mean three and then four?
1: No. Oh, I don't
2: know. just going backwards? <laughs> I don't as know. If, if my mission was to, if I choose to accept it? No, I went five and six. Six, I feel like, um, might have been my favorite movie of 2018. How do you like that? I haven't I seen it. Stunned to silence, but I don't care. Mission <laughs> Impossible Fallout. Go see it if you have not watched it yet. Tom Cruise runs a lot. Um, Simon Pegg is fantastic. and um, <laughs>
0: Tom Cruise runs a lot? I like how that's how you sold it to us.
2: Yeah, he is just the best. I don't know if you know this. He does his own stunts.
0: I do know that. Yeah,
2: broke his leg or his ankle during filming. Could see him limping at one point. It's great. It's just I'm um, I'm all about it. I will Plus, say
0: I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan, but I really love those movies. I mm. think he's really good in those. I think that's fair.
2: Uh, and the part it was in all the trailers where Henry Cavill, aka Superman, pops his um, like his cufflinks off of his shirt in pre- preparation to punch somebody. My wife audibly gasped,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like legitimately
2: went, "Oh." <laughs> It was uh, fantastic. Did you gasp? Uh, <laughs> I held my gasp to myself like a gentleman.
0: Like a man?
2: Exactly. I don't need to gasp when Superman pops his cufflinks off. <laughs> he did go practice later, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: He still can't do it. Bless his heart. It's no, okay.
2: I don't button any of my, my shirts down by the wrist, so now I just boom, boom, and they're already done, ready to go.
0: Boom. Well, on the one-day contracts this week, John Halpin hosts RotoWire Fantasy Football Podcast and NFL Pick Watch, and not as good at niche fantasy football games as Josh. <sighs> Wait, is that really true?
3: It is. Brian Strickland's running this fantasy contest this year.
0: Oh, collusion. And
3: mm-hmm. I, I kind of went in there thinking I had to keep – I had to win. It's kind of – you know, this is my job. You and I'm supposed paid to, to win. It. And Brian and Josh are both beating me right now. I'm basically the the lineup I picked this week. Basically, it was swinging for the fences. So I, like I have to get a hundred million points to pass these guys, but I don't think it's going to happen.
0: This is the equivalent of when you're in one of those awful leagues. When say you know you're in five leagues, and you're in that one league where maybe you're the only person that knows a lot about football. You feel like, and then you're playing against people that. Start people that are hurt or that are on a bye and then you yeah. still somehow. Or don't lose. draft a
1: kicker. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: Refuse to draft a kicker. Okay, you don't so need him. um what John, are you doing? He's in second no. but he's in okay, second. <laughs> no, 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 Don't
1: take this from me, John. <laughs> don't take this from me. Because you noted that, that you're behind two people. Two and, people. And Josh is over here humming to himself. <laughs> and I couldn't help but wonder that surely that meant that you are in first place. I'm very close to first, oh, place, so. okay. first place. Oh, you're not even first place. I'm in first place out
2: of the five of us that are sitting around this table, and only one of them <laughs> is in the contest. So. Yeah.
1: I'm basically the winner. Uh, so he's beating So, so Josh is going to be hanging a Southeast Division uh, banner here in the office is basically what he's be- suggesting. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. I'm going to make a t-shirt. I'm going to yeah. <laughs> Playoff participant. Yeah. That's going to be my, my banner. Just Number wait. one seed in the West. Yeah. For the, uh, 20- just
0: wait till next week when we have to do this show and we're raising a banner in the yeah. beginning.
2: Oh, my God. That's going to be so sweet. I'm wearing a 2018 Beat the Strick Fantasy Football Champion <laughs> t-shirt. We may invite Brian on for an episode where it's basically just me <laughs> talking about Rewarding how much yourself. better I am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rewarding myself. You guys are candy. pretty close though. Yeah, I think I'm like one. six points behind him or something yeah, like that.
3: I'm a little bit of a I've got a little bit of a road ahead of me to try to catch up here, and there's one week left. So it doesn't look
0: like anything it. can happen.
3: Yeah. Much I don't like know. Wyclef said.
0: <laughs> so we start the show with Nikki's super important question. In the spirit of the holidays, give me a highlight from your holiday.
2: Oh, that's nice. Well, See,
0: that's nice and lovely.
2: Did I tell you about t- Tom Cruise running? <laughs> uh,
0: what was your second highlight?
2: Did I tell you about the the pop and the cuffling sauce? <laughs> uh, um, my, my beautiful wife has been watching a lot of the Great British baking show oh, and like so that. she made a orange spice cake from scratch. like she turned flour and water I- and like oranges into cake with icing on it. And like it was unbelievable. Like it had the layers, and like she, it was like a sandwich cake, and um, it was spectacular. And I and I enjoyed every bite of it. What,
1: what were the ingredients <laughs> in this cake again?
2: Two of them were flour and water,
1: <laughs> and orange. And then it became. And that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am not the baker. I just told you that I was there for the baking. I just enjoyed the cake.
2: I was the eater and not the baker. <laughs>
0: Love how amazed you were by baking. <laughs> that's yeah, how. they were
1: flat, and then just watch them, and then they rise up, and then they settle nicely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's science right no, there. I mean. Oh, okay. I'm okay I, don't have, I think we lost I don't Nikki. anything. I don't, think, I don't think I have
1: anything to top that for my, for my Christmas. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was going to say pistachios, but uh, it's not as marvelous.
0: Uh, we'll come back to you. John, how about your holiday?
3: So Christmas Eve every year, we have a party at my house. Family, then it became neighbors, and then more neighbors and other friends. And we had about 60 or 70 people. Uh,
1: Did you guys get the invite? No, next year, depending on how things go today, (laughs) we'll see. Um. And
3: I make pizza. (laughs) I stand at the in the kitchen and I make pizza. I make a half, you know, pepperoni cheese, whatever. I make a white clam pizza, and people just descend like locusts around the white clam pizza. It's a big thing every year, and you know, friends and their in like their in-laws come with them now and stuff. It's become a good tradition in my house. Lots of people, lots of fun. Do you make the crust yourself? I do my daughter and what I. What are I make some the ingredients dough. in that crust? <laughs> Flour, S- water, and and a pizza. Right, Flour, and a ye- yeast,
2: <laughs> water, salt. That's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's magic, <laughs> miracle. You're doing it. Proud of you.
0: Um, no one's been on a two day contract yet. I think you're really working your way towards that.
2: <laughs> yeah, we went
0: invited pizza. to that. You brought beer. You're the best. I'm
2: trying. Yeah, things are happening.
0: I like it. Well, I attempted making prime rib for the first time ever, and, and I was super nervous about it because it's an expensive piece of meat, and I don't want to, like, ruin it. Yeah, go Sorry. ahead. Giggle. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh But it turned out great. I was successful, and we, my mom and I devoured all of it. I don't know if two people are supposed to eat a prime rib by <laughs> The themselves. whole prime rib? Oh, no.
2: They're <laughs> definitely not. <It> took, <laughs> it, no, Nikki. It took two days. <laughs> okay. Okay. It all right. It that's did days.
0: you have sides? <laughs> I did a mushroom and butternut squash risotto oh. and some asparagus and then sauteed mushrooms on the side. It was a fantastic Christmas Eve meal. Yum. Sounds
2: I love how good. all of our highlights are really cooking related.
1: Yeah. Well, because it's going to be football related. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that just made me really sad. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have something.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, since we d- normally we celebrate Thanksgiving at my parents' house, this year Everybody's scattered to the four winds, and so basically my my mom said, "Well, hey, everybody's coming for Christmas. I'm just going to do Thanksgiving on Christmas, and y'all are just going to have to deal with that because I'm getting my Thanksgiving one way or the other." Which meant we got delicious Thanksgiving dinner. On Christmas dinner, turkey and everything, the whole nine yards.
0: Was there cranberry sauce?
1: There was indeed. And, in fact, there was a little bit extra that I get to take home with me. (laughs) You're the worst. John, I don't know if you're a regular listener to one-day contracting.
2: I don't understand why you wouldn't be. Uh, But one of our – during Nikki's super important question, all of us have regular answers. Like, what was the best part about your holiday? Oh, I liked opening presents. John likes inviting and spending time with his family. And then Colin's like, I like when I (laughs) vacuumed the rug. Like, he inevitably has a terrible (laughs) answer. That doesn't make any sense. And so when we were talking about favorite Thanksgiving sides, Colin came out with cranberry sauce, which is an absolutely ridiculous answer for the best Thanksgiving side.
3: Has uh, he had the jar of cranberry sauce in front of him since then? Like he has? Not? No, this is
1: this is a fresh, fresh, fresh can. It's yeah, a fresh from, can from spray, and it may not survive the night. Probably won't. If I if I had a can opener with me, I'd probably be in sporking it right now.
0: <laughs> He's gonna pull one out right
4: uh, now. No
3: can
1: opener. <laughs> not in the beer sack. Uh-uh.
0: So when you walked in and saw him with a can of cranberry sauce, by the way, what, what were your thoughts? It was a, a lot of me. We,
3: You
1: know, we we know each other already, so I was
0: like, okay.
3: "Oh, hey, yeah. it's Colin, and he's got cranberry
0: sauce." <laughs> I wasn't
1: sure Absolutely what the thing. Absolutely nothing unusual about a festive treat. If everyone else can enjoy their pumpkin beer, why can I not have my cranberry sauce?
0: Okay, we don't have time to talk about all that right now. Just,
4: so yeah, well, that'll to run be out of time a future ASAP. episode. Future
0: episode. <laughs> all right, time to get to football. Looking ahead to 2019, a couple questions we need to look at. Josh, the most important position to improve next season.
2: Well, I think it's got to be defensive line, right? Because the entire problem with the defense has um, stemmed from not being able to get pressure. I mean, that's the reality of the situation. You look at this team that got 40 sacks of their defensive line last year, and I think they're at, what, 21, 22 so far this season. Unless they're going to have a really productive day in New Orleans, I don't think they're even going to come close. And if you can't produce pressure without sending blitzers, you're just not going to be able to compete, especially not against in the NFC South where you have guys like Matt Ryan and Drew Brees that will just sit back there all day. If you're not going to get them off their spot, the only success that this defense had for the entirety of 2018 was when they were able to get pressure and they were able to do it in kind of fits and starts and, and every so often sporadically. But the reality is, is they just weren't able to do it, whether it was Wes Horton or Joyce Peppers lost a step or uh, Dontari Poe wasn't all we thought he was going to be. I'm not sure exactly what the answer is, but something has got to change next year, or else they're just not going to be able to do it.
0: Colin
1: and end of podcast.
0: <laughs>
4: I know it was a good in.
0: point.
1: I get it. I, I think I think defensive defensive line and specifically edge is is the the correct answer here. I will go even further. I, I wanna see because I do you think they'll get anybody bigger than their first round pick, like in free agency. Anybody that you think would be more impactful than a than a first round pick in this offseason. I think there's a real
2: they, question what they're gonna do in this offseason, because mm-hmm. I think we knew what the what the way that the Carolina Panthers operated prior in the in the P D era, but I don't know what it looks like now that they have a new owner whether they go out right. and they say you know what we are going to spend money i don't even care let's like let's go right yeah. up against the cap he let's, doesn't know let's who make Sean a splash yeah. yeah exactly like
4: <laughs>
2: he's like i like the way frank clark plays you get that guy in a panthers uniform and i don't care what we have to do to get there and that says to me that we're in a whole new questionable era where you just don't know what the answer is. And I, I don't know what the answer is whether they do go out and get Frank Clark, whether they release Matt Khalil. And they don't care that they have to eat a $15 million cap hit. Like these are the kind of things that you just like, Um, uh, they didn't do them in the past, but they could do them in the future. And I think it's going to be a really interesting off season for the Panthers. Because
1: as I look at the draft, I, I, they need to – I want to see them go defense early. And often, I mean, they've they've invested in more. They've invested in Samuel, even even Thomas, like you know McCaffrey. Like they have invested in these skill Mo- position players. And I the only the only offensive position that I'm interested in seeing them draft early is might be center. Sure. To be it, 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 if you want to get a second round Khalil replacement right. or something like that, I'll buy into that. But otherwise, I really want to see him going and starting with the defensive line going there. Early and all, I agree with you guys a hundred percent. This is, I mean, I think back to the team in what
3: twenty thirteen when they went twelve and four, Mm -hmm. and they had an older secondary and it was kind of weak. But the front four got home all the time, and it and it made up for the deficiencies behind them. Now it's sort of like the opposite that they they never get to the quarterback, and it hurts because you know I don't know if we you're kind of leaving you know the guys in the secondary out on an island a little bit because there's there's just no pressure. And ultimately, that's just going to kill you. You can't, you know, cover for that long. For, for to to be really simplistic about it. So yeah, they they need defensive line help. Edged, as Colin said, badly. Yeah, it just makes such a big difference for all
2: for the entirety of the defense. It's not even just getting home. It's up. It's upholding your gaps and your block and your guys up front so that the linebackers can play fast. I mean, we've talked about it. All year on this on this podcast, I don't think that Luke Keekly is playing worse. I think he's just playing carefully because he doesn't know exactly where his spots are going to be. And then when he does, you see flashes of the Luke Keekly that we all kind of know and love. But they're just few and far between because he is always constantly having to pick up for. Well, I don't know if this guy's going to be in the right spot. And then all of a sudden, here goes somebody busting a sixty-yard run.
1: It's it, it's a gross oversimplification, of course, but I, I you know as we evaluate everybody's performance in the new Tepper era and who, who stays, who goes the, the Don Terry Poe for Starla Tula swap didn't, is not one that Marty's going to want to talk about and Mm-mm. brag about.
2: No. And I, I but heard. I, so I will say, so I, I just wrote an article today. It's available on the right com. I'd encourage everybody to check it out on the right report.com about some of the changes that are going to happen in the off season. And, uh, I think that Dantari Poe, while from the outside may have looked disappointing for his cap number, I don't think he was as bad as maybe everybody thinks he was. I think he was fine. Maybe he's not worth $10 million a year. They will not save that much money by cutting him this year. It's next year that they'll save all the money. So I think you're going to see number 95 back again next season. And then if he doesn't perform again in 2019, then maybe you see. But again, same thing as I just said, that's what I think. But maybe, maybe
3: Tepper is just like, I don't care. Get but, him out of here. But he can't be too much like that yeah. with the cap hits. You can only suffer so much of that stuff. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, he, he can't. He's not no, going full Snyder. He's, <laughs> right. And, and hopefully he would. He doesn't seem to be the kind of guy where he'll get his hands in the football side of things. We don't know. Yeah. But we, we hope he won't and that he's smarter than that. But, yeah, you can't just – whacking everybody and just blowing everything up would seem to be a, a really weird path.
2: Overall question, do you think that a team can be successful if the owner is
3: involved in the football side of things? Um, generally not. I mean, the, the Cowboys, for as much as I can't stand them and as Jerry Jones seems like a goofball, it, it's more his son that's involved. They haven't been terrible. It's not like they've been 4-12 and 12 every year with him meddling – They've been more mediocre than terrible. Mm-hmm. So you can be okay. I hate to say it about him, but you can't.
2: Yeah. I mean, he's kind of the only example where it has worked, right? Yeah. Where it's like everybody else is just like like Snyder gets involved and they're terrible. And, you know, I, I just feel like when you get an owner too with his hands too much in the pot... It's bad news.
1: Well, a lot of times it is when you get the, the new owners and maybe they don't understand how the cap works and they do want to go grab that 30, you know, like you were talking about Daniel Snyder, like go grab Bruce Smith at 36. You know, they're like, hey, but it's Bruce Smith. You know, like I, I Tepper being around Pittsburgh, I don't think we're going to go through that no. kind of learning curve that you see other owners go through.
2: Let's hope so. I, or let's hope not, I guess. And that is kind of the same question with what we're going to talk about next.
0: I like how you're just like back there, like, what are we talking about next? Yeah.
1: Well, (laughs) kick it over to you, Nikki.
0: Coaching wise, do we think everyone's back?
2: I don't think everyone's back.
0: Is Rivera back?
2: I think Ron Rivera is going to be back in 2019.
0: You feel you sound more confident than you did last week.
2: Yeah. You know, the way that he has been. I just don't feel like the way that he has been acting and coaching this team for the past week is a guy that looks like his season is over and he's coaching right. for his job and he needs to win or else he's going to get fired. That says to me, either either he knows he's going to get fired, so it doesn't really matter, and if that's the case, then he deserves, I think, some commendation for going in and being like, I'm going to get fired, but I'm going to sit Cam Newton down, I'm going to sit Shaq Thompson down, I'm going to let the next coach see what Rashawn Golden looks like. But if he is but if he is not going to get fired this these are the actions and the coaching style of somebody that's not going to get fired. Uh
3: I don't I don't know if I agree. Okay. I mean, we we think, we don't know what he knows and we don't know what, what Tepper's thinking or what he's told him but I mean I I think Rivera is probably just coaching the way he normally would and maybe not just, you know, hey, I don't know if I'm going to get fired or not, but this is, you know, the right way to do things. So so maybe he's doing it. I, I wish I wish I could get inside the owner's head because I was thinking a few weeks ago, you know, I think he's going to stick around. And obviously they've lost more games since then. Mm -hmm. But we don't know if Tepper has a vision because we kind of know what he's thinking on the business side of things. We've seen things. We've heard things. The football side, it's been really close to the vest, right? Mm -hmm. We don't know what's going on there. He might want to be at the vanguard of the NFL analytics movement with his team. He might have a specific person in mind to run the team I don't know I think the one thing people are making too much out of is the whole the whole well he was with the Steelers and you know they had three coaches in 60 years well yeah but they hired those coaches and he might want to you know hey this is my team I want to put my own stamp on it and it's not like he's coming in and and firing you know Bill Belichick no offense to Ron Rivera I like him and you know I'd kind of like to see him come back but yeah, I mean that's the, it's just such a huge wild card. We don't know what he's thinking.
1: I think the biggest thing that he brings from Pittsburgh is realizing he's going to be coach or he's going to be the owner for a while. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to make his dreams come true in the first eight months and wreck shop. I think he, I think we're seeing that patience, and I do think that the Cam question that looms over the 2019 season. You, you know, as we talked about last week, you wouldn't want to stick a new coach in that situation. So you'd rather keep Rivera around if you thought this year might be dicey with with cam shoulder you know not knowing because what we saw clearly isn't going to work if that's what shows up to training camp and you know however many months nine months yeah
2: and i mean i i think that if you're if you're just tuning in for the first time um we have talked ad nauseum about cam shoulder and i'm sure we're going to touch on it today but if you would like to hear more about our opinions on cam shoulder we spent a good hour talking about it last week, and it hasn't changed. Like it's not like we've seen
1: Cam, we've heard anything from Cam. Well, well, he does need TLC now. That which, is true. Which, which I think is. I think we all do, man.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I like the red light special. And,
1: uh, I don't know if you know what that means. And I, and I,
4: you remember when you lady, were trying to find. Lady I, in red. It's just, <laughs> it's not yeah. about
1: finding your mom in the mall.
4: You know, when
0: you were trying to find a cassette single earlier to get your wife. <laughs> Where's <laughs> where a where Camelot music was around definitely here? definitely a cassette single F.Y. that was purchased. Does
2: Goody, goody
1: got it. <laughs> goodies got it. I got this mail offer. <laughs> <laughs> you get all these CDs. For a penny. Anyway.
0: for a penny so do you think if Rivera's back is hernie back is it going to be the same kind of thing do they both come back or do they both end up gone or oh just to be wh- clear I
2: think Eric Washington is gone just to uh, like if we're moving on from coaching I think Eric Washington is a w- well deal. no this is just you part
0: of it I didn't know if you th- if 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 someone is going to be the
2: well I think if they're going to keep I think if Ron's gone then everybody's gone Norv Turner is not going to stay for some pipsqueak coach that's going to come in and uh be Scream. at the head of a analytics movement when he's Norv Turner. <laughs> and he's been at the coach for 30 years and I'll, I won't stand for a baby. That's more of a Bill Clinton than a Norv. That's very uh, Bill Clinton. Yeah. Um but I do think um I, I think that if Rivera is going to stay, I think Norv obviously will stay and but I think Washington is
3: st- Do you think that th- we saw when when they were 6 and 2, we saw a lot of good things. We all loved the way the offense changed this year. Mm-hmm. And the second half of the year, you kind of look and say, you know, well, Cam's health maybe had to do with, you know, the the slippage there. Do you think the changes with Norv Turner and how things got better help argue for continuity? Is it enough? Was it enough?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I, – I think that the way that this – you saw this offense going, and I think that what Norv Turner and what Ron Rivera – Himself, as I've had to deal with over the course of this season, on an offensive standpoint from an injury standpoint, has been a lot, right? I mean, like they lost their two, their top two tackle, their starting tackles in the training camp, and then they lost their top, their second backup tackle during the preseason, and so it's and then they and then they basically had a guy coming off the street in yep. week two, and they were pu- putting this thing together with gum and toothpicks,
0: like MacGyver,
2: exactly, and producing. <laughs> Good, chime in, uh, and and producing a like a like a top ten offense, and it's it's pretty impressive what I think they've done. And I, it's funny you said that you've gone the other way. I thought he was going to get fired for sure, and now they've lost more games, and I'm like, well, I'm, now I'm not so sure.
4: Yeah,
1: the the other thing too is that we see Rivera try very much to put himself in the de- the defense camp a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. Hey, th- this is my camp, not the, not the side with the busted up shoulder and the seven yard, you know. <laughs> throws like he and uh I've not I'm not been wowed by Norv the longer we've gone on because the the longer I've watched these young guys they're they're talented they're good McCaffrey's good Thomas is good Moore is good Samuel is good Cam is good they're all good you should as an offensive coordinator you should look pretty decent you can't throw downfield though right I, I right I'm just saying that – and, and, and I, I don't think we got to see the best of it. I'm just um, – I just feel like a, a what we attributed earlier to young guys playing well because of Norv, I just think they're good players. And I'm not – like if all of a sudden someone's like, oh, Norv's taking a job somewhere else, I'm not, not going to be, you know, trying to, you know, leech onto his ankle like Chud, you know, after Cam's first <laughs> year and we were all worried he's going to leave and he'll never be the same. Do you think that Norv would get a job anywhere else? I don't no, think so. No, I don't
0: at I, all. I don't
2: think. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think anybody would is is clamoring to come and hire Norv Turner
1: away from Ron Rivera. If no, Ron- I'm just saying in hy- like a hypothetical. Like I am no longer like. Sometimes you get protective of coaches and you don't want them to leave. I'm. I think he did an okay job with an offense that has some talent, and so I don't know. I'm not. I think, I think
0: we got exactly kind of what we all expected. It, like when you heard Norv Turner was coming in. I mean, isn't this? kind of what you expected like
1: we expected it'd be play action and deep throws some people
0: get kind of like blinded in the smoke and mirrors of the trick plays and all that but at the same time I mean there hasn't been anything super exceptional about the offense and again there's been the difficulties when your quarterback can't throw 20 yards and that but
2: (laughs) that sounds hard (laughs) sounds like it's hard to draw up plays I just a little
0: tricky yeah no I
2: yeah, I, I agree with well, you. The only coach that I would really don't want to lose is John Matsko. Is that weird? Like, everybody else, so. I'm <laughs> totally
1: well, fine with being gone, but, like, Matsko's got to stay. We, we had last, I mean, we, we've talked about, speaking of things we talked about a lot, The their ability to <laughs> execute in the final two minutes of halves was really good. And now with Norv, it looks like, you know, and Shula's the only one that's left. I don't know who was. Competent and had the urgency, but whoever had whoever that was is apparently gone from the coaching staff this year. It's got to be um,
2: Mike Shula. The problem is, is like I don't remember. I don't remember anything from past this year. So it's like I was just trying to pull the quarterbacks coach name. From two years ago, and I just couldn't do it. It's just completely out of my head.
1: Well, the because to me, there's there has to be somebody what? that you Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey. Yes. That's who it is.
2: My,
4: Let's Miami just Hurricane you know what. Legend. Let's get a
2: clean clean edit point here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we're clearly talking about Ken Dorsey, is the guy that provides all that two minute enthusiasm.
1: Well, say whatever. <laughs> <That's a> weird <laughs> phrase,
4: too.
1: <laughs> Norv. I mean, uh, if, if you're gonna be my OC and I'm gonna go to bat for you. When you have a two-point conversion late in the game, you don't have to take a timeout for it. Hmm. I mean, and somebody's wearing that, and maybe maybe it's Cam every time. Somebody's got to wear that, I think, amongst Turner, Rivera, and Cam, and uh, those types of situations. Like if I was just going to go out of my way to to, to fight to keep North here, those are so, somebody needs to be buttoning those things up, and they didn't get buttoned up this year. So,
0: who's your starting quarterback in 2019? Week one. Week one.
1: Yes. Is TJ Yates
2: available? Oh, man. Oh, God. Touchdown J. Yates? <laughs> I don't have a great answer for that, but I don't think his name starts with C. First name.
0: Do you think. Chris Chandler? <laughs> Do you think the quarterback that starts week one is on this roster right now?
2: I don't think so. I mean, I, I just. I, I find it hard to believe. I, I think that they certainly will give Heineke a shot to earn that backup spot, but. I just don't. I I think you've got to either bring in a guy, a veteran guy that you think can can hold the fort down for six months while Cam does what Cam needs to do, or you draft a guy that's going to be Cam's the heir to Cam's throne. But I I just don't. I I don't know that you can go into twenty nineteen with Taylor Heineke as your as your guy, and feel confident that you're going to be, yeah,
3: that you're ready for twenty nineteen. So so who's your what, what kind of back? So, you're not going to trade for, say, Jacoby Brissett, a guy who could be this, the next guy. Right. You're going to trade for a veteran placeholder. Or get assigned a veteran placeholder. But why don't you bring in Jacoby Brissett? What's wrong with Jacoby Brissett? Well, nothing, but you bring in him in if you bring him in, you're bringing him in with the idea of him being a starter at some point, like a real real starter, not a temporary starter. I, I think he could be a starter for
2: all of 2019. Why do I keep saying twenty seventeen? Twenty nineteen. Mostly because I always think about Andrew Lutt. This is what it always has been talking about. It's how Luck missed all yep. of twenty seventeen and I just it just feels like that's where we're heading. I think that they are either going to announce next week that Cam Newton has had surgery on his shoulder successful, of course. uh, And, and we'll see what happens. He's going to be month by month, or they're going to announce that he is doing rehab in some sort of, we're going to see him in training camp or OTAs. And he's gonna be like, Oh yeah, I was in um, Denmark for the past four months, (laughs) not lifting my child because I'm on complete shoulder rest. And I think that, that those are the two options. And,
1: both of those do not involve him starting week one. I look at this two two very different scenarios because if you think Cam can come back, maybe I try and get somebody that's going to get you two and two, can, can muddle your way to a couple wins until he comes back. If you don't think he's going to come back, then why not try and do what apparently we can do in every other league we don't do in the NFL? Let's take – well, wow. I mean, and and you don't actively do it, but you know, are you trying to win games next year? Are you not? Are you? It because I don't think this team, as constructed, and granted, there's going to be a lot of overhaul, but I mean, what's this team ceiling if they don't have the twenty-five million dollar man at quarterback? It's probably not good. It's probably yeah, not good. That, so,
3: that changes your entire off season then. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You exactly. Got, you got to approach it with a plan to let people walk away and let the veterans go and all that. And it's different. And, you know, hey, people are going to be unhappy, but so what? Guys,
1: if you're going to play a season without Cam Newton, a quarterback, I mean, you know, what do you – What's your again, what is your ceiling and where are you actually going to to get to? And maybe you have – you know, like you get the Khalil contract. If you want to feel like you need to get out from underneath that, you you want to get away from that, do it in a year that you're already saying, well, we're probably not going too far anyways.
0: How much does – And, John, you probably know more than the rest of us. With Oregon's quarterback announcing that he's staying now for a senior year, I feel like that's really not only changed the draft, obviously, but even now thinking about the landscape with backup quarterbacks and whatnot. Do you feel like a lot of people are kind of scrambling this week with new game plans in terms of that? Or what do you think about that? That's all I thought about all day yesterday was – some people probably had kind of an idea going into this week and then an announcement like that that takes a big name out of yep. the draft and it's going to have some people that are thinking about quarterback whether it be backup or whatnot or future it's got some people probably scrambling now
3: it, it probably does and and be, because this is not as well regarded a quarterback class as last year was right. I mean I, I always say that we don't really know what people think of the quarterbacks until the actual NFL front offices spend January and February looking at them because, you know, people can write about it all they want in the fall and they really don't know what anyone else is thinking. You know, three years ago at this time, nobody, most of us didn't know who Carson Wentz was, you know, and and he got picked second because the front offices went, Hey, look at this guy. We watched his workout and and his combine and wow, he's awesome. Um, Yeah. Herbert was a big name off the board. I mean, the, the, the way the draft falls right now the top teams don't seem to need quarterbacks the Giants were the first one that looked like they might be in play at least as the standings are right now um but yeah it seems like it's kind of weak you know I mean the guys from NC State and Duke might be in the mix but they're later (laughs) but they're not first round most likely at least not the way things stand now it doesn't sound like it um, you might have a, Drew Locke from Missouri might be in the mix there, but it doesn't sound like people love the quarterbacks here. And I, the Ohio State guy, Haskins, I forgot about him. He might go first, but he's another one. E- everybody seems to have these flaws that people like to point out. There's not a, oh, my gosh, Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield, I really like those guys.
2: Uh, I mean, just to be just to be clear, uh, Joe Webb is a free agent. Uh, <laughs> <after this> season, <laughs> so I think we have probably solved the quarterback issue for 2019 Check the box. Close the podcast down. It's done. Also, Derek Anderson, free agent. So, are th- we good?
1: We good. That's not funny. I'm not <laughs> laughing. This is serious to me. Um, what's th- Garrett Gilbert? Probably also a free agent. <laughs> uh, what's the earliest they can draft a quarterback without people flipping? 2019. <laughs> Like I, I meant in the like, round. Like they can't they're not they can't take a quarterback in the first round.
2: No, no, no. I think in the third round yeah. probably is right right in especially they have a comp pick. In the Kirk like, Cousins
1: uh backup uh, RG three pick position.
2: Yeah, like there. Then it's like, well, you know, we're just hey, like, well, we love Cam Newton. <laughs> the value but like, was hey, there. Just we, some you know, the guy slipped. The board. He's been in the green room for so. I mean, I just, uh, it's not even. I didn't even want to pick him, but like, <laughs> the, they handed me a sheet. I handed it to the guy, and now he's on our team. I guess whatever. If he's on the team, then hey, he's on the team. You got to trust your big board. Exactly. You got to trust even the big. big when board. he's on the big board, <laughs> you got to take him. I mean, show me third round quarterback. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'll um, be drinking early on Sunday.
0: <laughs> before we take a break, just one more 2019 question. What do you think is going to be the biggest surprise when we look at this 2019 roster? I think it's pretty obvious. We all agree there's going to be no Fungus. We we don't think he will be on that roster. Do you think there's going to be a move that happens that's really going to like shock Panthers fans?
1: No. Well, uh, like, I mean – Finally getting an honest look at Cameron Artis Payne. <laughs>
2: You're gonna get an honest look at him. He's just gonna be playing in a different he's uniform. you walking out the door. Yeah, There's exactly. A, yes. going to a, he's gonna get He's gonna let the door to, hit him to get an equally honest look somewhere <laughs> else. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> I, well, I just, what's
1: C.J. Anderson up to these days? Nothing, right? Yeah.
2: Not doing. Not doing very well. Uh, I don't. Oh, sorry. I, I. I have a little bit of a take. Just because he did well for them doesn't mean that he would have done well for the Panthers. <laughs> That's the be- One of the best offenses in the NFL. And also, just because they cut him doesn't mean they were planning on giving him 20 carries. Like it's not. <laughs> Like, I get it. Like, you can't, you already have a guy in front of him that's taking all the carries from him. And everybody's like, oh, they should have given CJ Anderson 20 carries. I get it. He's a backup quarterback. Their bell cow running back was hurt and didn't
1: play. So they played their backup who played very well. You know who else might have needed a backup running back? (laughs) Somebody going to the playoffs. They are going to the playoffs.
0: I think josh's (laughs) blood pressure just went through the roof on that
2: just you know
1: don't press the cj anderson button again (laughs) whatever i saw a vein pop out of his head (laughs)
0: right you're right i'm good i'm good you good i'm great all right let's take a break real quick when we come back we are fantasy drafting the 2019 panthers
2: What's up, guys? Den here from the Keep Pound Den podcast. I'm sure you're enjoying listening to whoever had the honor of signing their one-day contract with the Riot Report this week. If you enjoy this podcast, come hang with Bobby, Chris, and I later in the week as we preview every Panthers game leading up to game day and then hit it live on the post-game Sunday, immediately following the game on the RiotReport.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll see you guys there. Keep
3: pounding.
0: And we are back. Shout out to Josh, who knew not to hit record until he stopped eating his Reese's Peanut Butter Cup.
1: You're welcome for that, America. Hey. Uh, where's the crunch in that Reese's? Oh, there's not one, and yet it was still delicious. Yeah.
0: Oh, God. Is uh-huh. this back to the Milky... Do you like Milky Ways?
1: Yes. See? Don't need the crunch. Do you need does it is it your favorite candy bar
3: though? No. The take five is my favorite See, candy bar. See, that sounds crunchy to it's me. Got that's, some a millennial, in it. that's
1: a millennial answer if I've ever heard a one A Millennial John. answer. <laughs> wow. So not.
0: Millennials are going, the is that a fi- band? The take
1: five did not exist when we were trick-or-treating. Ergo, not a real candy. <laughs> not a real candy. Doesn't exist. More
2: like not- the fake five.
0: Fake five. All right. So. <laughs> I love Welcome.
2: You, You're a move on segment game. It's gotten great. <laughs> all right. Just repeat what
0: Josh said <laughs>
1: and move along.
0: <laughs> we are doing the 2019 draft of the Panthers. So all four of us Is we got
2: the official title? Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> That's what we'll call it. We'll we'll name it later after when we're done. Yeah. Um, so each of us we will draft a team of ten. There's no point system, so it's like, um, Whose line is it anyway, where the the points don't matter? That's correct. But um, Colin already pronounced himself the winner, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's –
2: the idea is that we're just going to talk about Cam's shoulder for another 45 minutes, right? Like, And then be like, well, I think
1: that if the ligaments heal
2: the right way, then maybe we won't have to bring in Joe Webb. That's my calling in person. In my <laughs>
3: expert medical opinion.
2: Yeah. I think that if Rivera is going to get fired, I think he should have gotten fired too many. Who cares? Like, He's not, <laughs> not going to get fired until next week. Then we'll talk about it if he does get fired or if he's going to stay. And it's just all there are, there are only so many topics we could talk about. And so this is more fun. I feel like games are fun. I John's like it. on. He's a fantasy expert. And what
3: better chance for me to beat him twice in the wow. Same season? Wow!
0: Is that why you did this? This is why you
4: did this. He brought me
1: here to rub my nose in it, pretty much. That's what happened. You could have been second place like me, John.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Instead, you're third. Enjoy your bronze, Alpin.
0: <laughs> so with the first pick in the 2019 panthers one day contract draft how's that
1: that's great
2: that's a good end that's a good does that should we work put some music on mm.
0: oh we should have thought about yeah. that oh well Well, next year when we do the uh 2021 that's gonna be good john you're on the clock
3: okay so in real football if i was building my own real football team and mm-hmm. building a 53 man i would not take a running back but for our exercise here i'm gonna take christian mccaffrey
0: well that's bullshit
3: Now. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's mad already.
0: <laughs> well, he just set it up. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get CMC. And then you took him.
3: I did. Sorry. I think he's the obvious first pick, he, right? He's, he's young. He's one of the best, I don't know, five players in the league at his position right now. Um,
1: he was the offensive know. MVP this
3: season. Yes, he was. The And the other options. The, the thing is with this team is that you look at the other options, and you can find flaws everywhere, even – middle linebacker <gasps> um, or if certain- you get
0: struck by lightning
3: Yep, I don't want to say flaw but we can talk about that when someone takes him well I'm My, sure I'm sure quick. we will <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> maybe quick um with the second pick I take Luke Keekley <laughs>
2: yeah I I think the more the more interesting question is how many months ago before Phrases terribly. How many? How recently would Cam Newton have been the number one pick in a wash, like without even a doubt? Like, come right. on, who? Uh, what else could you possibly do without picking Cam Newton? September. Yeah, maybe. I feel like even a month ago, yep. you would have picked Cam Newton number one overall, and now he's not. Now he's gonna. He's certainly gonna slip to three, depending on what Josh does with this pick.
3: And for, oh, for oh. Luke, I just want to jump in on Luke to what I said a minute ago. The only reason that I went the other way is, you know, he's been playing what set this. He just finished, he's finished in his seventh year. He's had some concussion issues. You look and you go, mm, I don't know there's some, there seems to be a little bit more element of risk. Maybe it's not kind huge. of
0: crazy when you say it out loud, how long he's been playing yeah. because you That's don't sometimes time. really think about it with him. Mm-hmm.
1: And for that position, I mean, other than London Fletcher, who I think is still playing for the Redskins, <laughs> um, those those guys don't, years old. <laughs> those guys don't typically last forever. And you're right. You get the you know, CMC's younger. And look at the last two games. What more could Luke Keegley have done to want to win his team <laughs> right. a football game? And yet it wasn't enough. Yeah. Like that's that's the limitation sometimes you talk about with a middle linebacker, that where he can do all of these things. He can even give the offense the ball back. He just the only thing he didn't do is score a touchdown, and it, it wasn't enough. And guess what, Nikki? You
2: just took him second overall. Can't do nothing. So congrats. He stinks.
0: To answer – go back to your Cam question. I had to go back and think about games. I would have taken him number one before we played Tampa Bay that second time.
2: If that makes sense.
0: I think that would be the the moment for me.
2: Well, he threw four picks in that game, right? So it's like before (laughs) that, you were like – Man, this team is crumbling around Cam. I remember, like, that was was a take. I probably said
4: it on this podcast. Well, you
0: came out of that Seattle game, though, and that Seattle game, you're like, we should have won that game. There was no reason to. There wasn't, like, the huge, huge – I mean, we could all see there was something wrong with Cam, but I don't think anyone thought it was as – Maybe as extreme as it possibly is then.
4: That
2: was the Cam is playing the best football of his life week, right? Yes, correct. And that's, and that's also when Rivera's <laughs>
1: like, I don't know. I just saw Cam out there playing his game. What are you talking about? <laughs> he just because he didn't run against Detroit. I mean, is that unusual for Cam to not run in a game in the NFL? It seemed like him just playing his game. Seems weird. I'll hmm. take Cam Newton.
2: Third overall. Give him to that Josh. Is, that is the really? correct
1: pick. Yeah. That's the correct pick.
2: It is. Yeah, And I'll tell you why because and I'll tell you why <laughs> because the next the n- it's it's tiers right you you, you deal in fantasy football you, it's tiers there is the next tier is very large for me and i think that there are those guys are all kind of the same and i'm never going to get the upside that i'm going to get from from Trey Turner or uh, or uh, Taylor Moten or KK Short or Dante Jackson or James Bradbury whoever you think is going to be that next pick is not going to come from what theoretically could be the franchise cornerstone of the of the entire Carolina Panthers team for the first quarter century of their existence. I'll take him if I can get him at 3rd overall.
3: There is a I know this isn't a typical fantasy football draft. Mm-hmm. There's a fantasy football adage that you can't win your league in the first round but you can lose it. Mm. And oh. you're risking here. This is a big risk to take first. That's Enormous a good point.
2: That's a good point, but do, wouldn't you say that you also are taking a big Oh, no, no, Nikki is taking a big risk. Sorry, I got <laughs> confused on my on my
1: spreadsheet here. I'm going
0: to gamble what on somebody. Three
1: three picks on the spreadsheet tomorrow. like, Who picked what? Well, if you guys just picked out of the penthouse tier, where exactly am I picking? <laughs> yeah. just, just out of curiosity <laughs> you're, you're here. You get Chris cause. Clark.
0: At the end of the day, we still watched Luke, what, two weeks ago, run 15 yards to catch up with our secondary? Yeah. <laughs> I will still take him.
3: Completely outrun them.
0: Completely I mean, outrun him. He's, a, he's
3: a much less of a risk than Cam is.
0: Thank you. Uh,
3: I guess until he gets one more concussion and retires. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> We're all going to get struck what by lightning. What a fun game. Right? Yeah. Isn't what this a, a fun game, Josh? I'm having a great,
1: <laughs> great, great time. Last time I had a game this fun, it was, well, it was Christmas with the family. <laughs> Uh, well, um, you, you're you <clears> back
0: to back. This is a snake draft for everyone that was wondering, you yeah,
1: know, if also you're writing down in, in your car as you ride along. Yeah. If Good. I, if I
2: just, before you, before you make your great two picks here, um, it is interesting to think what at the end of last season, if we'd have done the same exercise, I feel like there are guys that you would be like, well, I got to have pep. And now it's like, oh, I don't want to have pep on I, your team.
3: Like I wouldn't have touched Christian McCaffrey after last year. Yeah. Agreed. Absolutely. I mean,
0: you probably would have drafted C.J. Anderson. <laughs>
2: sure, <laughs> he actually had a really big game for L.A. last week. I don't know if you guys heard.
1: <laughs> stop, stop tipping my picks, Nicky. <laughs> 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 well, I, I'm really torn here because uh, I, you, I'm gonna go young. I want to go young. Um, the Colonists with their first pick uh, select D.J. Moore. Wow, Ooh, wow, the
0: Colonists.
1: I love how you a gave your team a name <laughs> and two. Uh, went off the board. I, w- I didn't expect DJ to go that early. Well, I, I really feel torn because I, I, I get the I get the the value of a, of a cost controlled player that's not on a veteran contract. Mm. I like that piece of it. Um, unfortunately, there are no running backs behind Christian McCaffrey for me to draft. Um, you get an honest look at a bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I I end up I end up going with DJ Moore. I I just think that. Of all the guys on this team that I would want to invest in the potential on, that's what I'm going. With.
2: John, are you a fan of going wide receiver in the first round?
1: Um, I I
3: think DJ Moore has enough potential to be I don't know about an elite player at his position, but a pretty good one. Like let's say a top twenty wide receiver that I'm happy to I, I'm happy with that one. I would have probably taken him when the pick came back to me. Yeah, I, it's interesting because he's so small, right? I was actually thinking about this
2: when I was like kind of looking forward towards next year. And it's like, Devin Funches is probably not going to be on the roster in 2019. Doesn't mean he can't be on any of our rosters though. (laughs) Um, But uh, he's not going to be on the roster in 2019, but like you almost need, like, can you build a wide receiver room without a guy that's six, three or taller and like lanky and has those long arms and like, do they, can that be successful? I'm I'm just asking. It can.
3: I think so. We did
0: it with Steve Smith.
3: I think the chiefs, well, Travis Kelsey is sort of a mm. almost like a wide receiver, but yeah. they didn't have big guys on the outside either. I that's think you point. can do it. Until they signed the biggest of all now, the guys. And, and now <laughs> right. they're
0: throwing to tight end Kelvin and, Benjamin. Yeah. yeah. Right. The guys on
3: the Rams aren't big. Right? Yeah, that's Woods true. Woods and Cooks.
0: Oh, that's true.
3: So and and Cup when he played. I mean he's a slot guy, he's a little different but Maybe that's where maybe that's
2: the way that the the interesting or like the offenses are going. Like maybe you're trying if you're trying to stay ahead of trends, right? The idea is you don't need a big guy that you can just toss a an
1: alley oop right.
3: to, and we don't need to hear the phrase catch radius
1: ever again. <laughs> <right here. laughs> well, as defenses now have to concede yardage, a quick a guy that can snap off a little seven yard route defenses are going to give you that. They have to give you that in today's NFL. So those guys have that increased in, increased value. Um, and, and he's got he's got the run after the catch. I, of all the things other than hoping for all the guys to just get through Sunday's game safely, the one thing I don't want to see is a DJ Moore fumble. Like anything else. <laughs> anything else just don't leave me with that taste in my mouth, right? I thought for
2: sure that that was more that it fumbled this past week against Atlanta. Like, I saw the fumble, and then I just kind of was like, oh, man, like, is this going to be a thing? And then it wasn't him, and it's like, oh. But that's not a good thought when you see a wide receiver fumble, and you're like, well, that has to be our number one pick
1: that just fumbled. It's not a great thought. Um, With the first pick in the second round, (laughs) the colonists select KK Short. Mm. And I feel like my hand's a little bit forced here just because – I'm getting a talented player and on the defensive side, and there's not a lot around him. So I'm hoping for a bounce back season as he gets surrounded by more talent in 2019.
2: I probably had KK at the top of that next tier. I probably had him above DJ Moore, if you're asking me. If I was like, if if that had been my pick.
1: The fourth and fifth pick, you could have picked him in that. But I do have have the
2: sixth pick, (laughs) and I will be selecting. I'm also going to go young. I'm going to be picking Dante Jackson. That's right, rookie cornerback mm. number 26. Lights, camera, get the T-shirt out, because the big dog's got a, a lot of talkers on his team.
1: Well, so. let, let's just do a quick observation. We've got, and <laughs> granted, this is this is going forward. Uh, but you have the the 2018 first and second round pick in your top six players, um, and one of them is a is a, is a cornerback. So. Kind of seems pretty you how, good. Tells you how things yeah, – well, depends oh, on how yeah. you want to look at it. Yeah. Uh, kind of tells you why we, maybe we are where we are right now.
0: That would have been the person that I would have taken because he is, in fact, the fastest person on the team.
1: I have a feeling that when we get through,
2: uh, we're going to have, like, what, the top 10, top 12 players. We're probably going to have the top picks from the first three rounds mm-hmm. will all be off the board within the top 12 players <laughs> and of the last two drafts. That seems – very convoluted, but not so great if you're trying to win a Super Bowl this year. Like we, It's just weird because last, we went from this roster being built to win right now, and now it's like, well, all the best players are under 25. Right. Which I guess is good. That is good. But you need other players yeah. around them that are that are also good. The
3: people you think are your core are kind of not anymore. Yeah. Or thought were your core.
1: We, You know, the the old quarterback on the rookie deal, you're supposed to have everybody – you're supposed to be able to pay everybody else, and yet you look and you're going, well, it's actually – you know, with this team, it's, it's a lot of the young guys that are – and it's not a lot of the top 12. You talk about the top 12. The top 12 players in terms of salary, um, two of those are gone. Three of those are gone. Yeah. Yeah. After six picks.
0: Um my team, Josh Klein drools, will take <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. What? Curtis Samuel.
2: Shots fired, and there goes the second round pick from last year. So now you got first and second round picks
1: are off yeah. the board.
0: Will he be the number one next year?
2: No, he'll be the number two.
1: And like, DJ? It, it, yeah. yeah. These these guys aren't accentuating the talent of this roster. They are the talent on this roster.
4: Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, you look at what they did this year. They were the number – I mean, they were both playing over 90% of the snaps the last half of the season. Yes, they lost all those games, but I don't think it was because of the – because of the wide receivers. I think it was because of what was going on around Yeah, them. you
1: invest in weapons, and then you've got somebody that can't throw the ball seven yards downfield. I mean, it, that that game against New Orleans was the first time ever. You sit there and watch and go, they'd be better off with someone other than Cam at quarterback. Yeah. yeah. And that's it, – it's shocking to say it's, it took seven years – but even just on one Sunday, for them, for me to be able to go, well, wow, they'd be better off right now. This this is not the fault of the young guys. It's one of the reasons why I'm kind of – I'm not, I'm not anxious about tanking for the sake of tanking. I just like the young guys, and I'm kind of ready just to turn this over to the young guys now because it's like, all right, everybody got their Richardson, you know, out-the-door money. All right, well, let's head out the door and let's start with a team that wants to go out there and win some football games.
2: I wonder if Thomas Davis wanted to come back for one more year if you would be excited for that. Um I know we haven't gotten there yeah, yet. I yeah, I would imagine I mean, Thomas Davis will go in the top 40 here. Right.
1: I mean. Yeah. Sure he will. Sure he will. It I mean it depends on price point, but I'm not interested in drafting a guy in the first round like Shaq Thompson and then not knowing at the end of it what you want to do with him and and, and TD's obviously an exceptional case, but I mean to what end? Like to 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 what end uh, you know, I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm ready for that that top twelve to, to to move on largely. Maybe he's London Fletcher. Maybe so. Maybe so. Who lives in South Charlotte, by the way? He does. Yeah. Very nice gentleman. Yeah. Big L. His
3: his son is super fast. He played flag football against my son. It's crazy fast. <laughs> Hopefully, it wasn't a one-on-one situation. <laughs> it wasn't. It was good. I mean, my son's pretty good. This kid was like, you were going, oh my god. He he was on this team. Um, Dig into the weeds here. It was an eight-year-old flag, no, a nine-year-old flag football league, and he was sort of the only player on his team, and everybody just ganged up on him. Mm-hmm. But he's so fast. Nice kid too.
0: Can it's, I take him the next round? You can
3: take <laughs> the <Steve, laughs> youth movement, Steele Fletcher. Yeah, seems like you
2: can really <laughs> game plan against a, a f- one kid yes. at flag football. Like
1: you can really <laughs> tilt your defense.
4: Get towards number one. two. Yeah, exactly. Get him. <laughs>
1: just not him, guys. Just not him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so it's me,
0: John. Back it's to you. back.
3: I'm gonna go to the secondary for two.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I like where your heads at. I'm gonna my- go,
3: Eric Reed, and Bradbury. To what the conversation we had earlier, I think if the defensive line gets a little better, the secondary will look a little better. I keep hoping for Bradbury to kind of take that step. Not that he's a bad player, but you know when they got him. And I watched them the first year, and I, they were probably what twenty ninth in the league in pass defense or something, because that was the whole Josh Norman fiasco that led mm-hmm. up to that. But you watch and you go, you know, there's a lot to like here, and he's good. I just think that if they get a little help up front, he'll look that much better.
2: And I, he, I kind of, I don't know whether this is a hot take or not. I think uh-oh. James Bradbury was good this year. I think it was. I think it was, very, no, I, I think think it was good I to agree. very good. Like I, I think everybody remembers him diving on that juju. Smith, Schuster touchdown and and getting burnt, but you know what? Corners get burnt. Like that kind of stuff happens. Like Jalen Ramsey just got eaten up for three straight games. He's one of the best corners in the league. Like these guys, they they don't they can't play perfect. And I, I think that the way that he plays, you look at what he did against the NFC South is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know there's still one more to go, but like I like I, I don't know how you drafted the guy to take away the number one wide receivers in your division, and he definitely did that. And then it's like, I mean, there's only so much you can do. Eventually, you're going to get beat by Odell Beckham. Like, I, like, right. it is what it is. And I thought he did okay against Odell. I think, you know, Kenny Galladay kind of ate his lunch on that one drive. But Kenny Galladay's not a bad receiver either. So Kenny, I that, love Kenny Galladay. Yeah. He's, As he's, a fantasy guy, I'm sure you – like, that – he's very heavy in the fantasy circles. But
1: it, I, I think it's just because he doesn't get the recognition he deserves. Because he was – was there a better receiver that they faced? I mean, granted, he was out of bounds. Um, But other than that, um, we could have challenged it, but we decided it wasn't worth it. Um, Save those challenges for challenging the spot on second down. (laughs) He was one of the best receivers, played one of the best games against this Panther team this season, I I felt like. And to go back to Bradbury, he made – I mean, there's plays that Julio Jones made, but he had to make Julio Jones plays over top of Bradbury to make some of those plays. And if if that happens – you just gotta you gotta chalk it up and you go well it's it's, it's about as good as a human's gonna do and not everybody's gonna be <laughs> Terrell Revis or one of those guys and Bradbury I think is right there in that uh, that that second tier of being able to handle uh, number ones and make them make great plays to beat them.
2: But he did not go ahead of Eric Reed. You picked Eric Reed ahead of James it, Bradbury. It, was, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just personal it's or, same thing. <laughs> just
1: Personal preference. That's fine.
0: Now you're nitpicking.
2: You what kind of Colin contract Jones, do you guys think is, Eric Reed is gonna get? Sorry for stepping on your Colin Jones joke.
3: <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, not you're not getting long term there. I don't know. My money wise, I'm not sure. I'd, I, I'd have I to don't think know about either. That a little bit. Like three years, twenty
2: seven million. Like, does that seem like too much? That sounds Whoa. like a lot. Top Whoa. off the top
3: of my head, that sounds like a lot. But you
0: think it'll be more than market. one year?
2: I think more than one year. I think for sure to two to three years. Let's see what a safety, what an NFL safety looks like.
1: Vamp. If if that has <laughs> if that contract is more than seven digits in it. I'll be surprised. Like he, Yeah. It, it, because again, he is better than Colin Jones, but I, and it, again, it becomes tough to evaluate. I don't, I've not been wowed by his play. Yes. He has played well and, and made some tackles in the back end of that defense, but is he look markedly better if the pass rush gets there? I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm. I think Eric Reed is a replacement level player. So you're
2: telling me three years, twenty seven puts him at nine million, which is right smack between Devin McCourty and Malcolm Jenkins. Yep. Sound about right to me.
1: No. Okay. Like Who him. else do you, no. you like? him? I mean, wh- why? I mean, because are you are those good contracts? I don't know. Is he? I mean, Jaquisky Tart makes six and a half million a year.
2: Look, there's. Ricardo Allen makes six and a half. Glover you can Plain read those numbers. It
1: doesn't make. It doesn't mean that that is money well spent. I'm not spending nine million dollars on Eric Reed. I don't think. I, I have not watched him play football and thought for a second that he was a nine million dollar a year player. That's
2: fine. I, I I'm not saying that's what he's going to get. I just I literally just threw well, that out. Off and,
1: the top and, of my head. It's, it's interesting. Safety is such an interesting position because if you read some stuff, they're getting diminished and and they're going away. and Safeties don't have the same impact. But then you've got guys that come in and are truly impactful safeties, um, and I, I, I think I don't think Eric Reed's in that in that category of a, of a truly impactful safety. and, yeah, a, and I, if not, and if he's not, then I'm not paying nine million for him. Would be okay. kind of also. Glad. I
2: feel like safety is like a depressed market right now, which is really interesting
1: too. But whatever, I well, I, I think. Well, I don't think the talent's there. I mean, the, the fact that we're still talking about Eric Weddle as one of the premier safeties in the NFL <laughs> suggests that the talent pool hasn't exactly been ref, refilling over the last couple of years. That's fair.
2: That is fair. I like uh, Justin Reed, Eric Reed's
3: brother.
1: Did you think Justice we should have drafted him? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean,
2: they drafted Dante Jackson in that spot, so it's right. like it's hard to argue with that. Okay. But, yeah, that's just me. Who's up next?
0: Me. <laughs> Josh Klein drools. Um, I gotta come up with that. <laughs> I'm taking Greg Olson. He will be back.
1: <clears throat>
0: oh no! I heard a, a, a moan and groan over here. Oh
1: no! Was that was that was that a hot mic? Was there a hot <laughs> mic situation? <laughs>
0: uh, what? How many how
1: many games are you getting out of Greg next year?
0: I think we get a full season out of him next year. So? I think the bionic foot is.
1: You think you think that now now that he's got a full off season as a dad to be able to recover from a foot injury he'll be better prepared for for football next year because we all acknowledge that it's very difficult as a dad to rehab an injury during midseason.
0: Do you think that has anything to do with Cam's shoulder? By the way, with two very small children.
1: <laughs> oh wow! Oh, yes. Now we're really getting deep on. Yes. Is that your conspiracy hat? Hey, look, Cam's Cam's been a core. If, if Cam was a pitcher, you would not keep sending him out there every five days to keep pitching with his shoulder the way it was. And that's that's basically what happened is he kept getting tried out there. I do think – I think it's hard with kids. I think with shoulders and with feet, I think it's really hard. And I think I – think i I'm not saying I wouldn't take dads on my team. I'm just saying that I'm aware of them, particularly if they're involved. I almost, I anti-dad. My, I almost want my, my, my athlete dads not involved. Is that terrible? <laughs> that's a terrible message to send.
0: That's not a terrible message to send. It's just we we have talked about – Olson's foot and rehabbing with kids.
1: See, John, you could appreciate this, don't you? Think it would be very difficult as a father of young children to rehab a foot injury. You got to get up, you got to get down. You they're move. stepping on you. They're running over your feet with razor scooters. How are you ever getting to a hundred percent? Why are you letting difficult. your kid it's razor busy. scooter in the house? That's a good point. Because <laughs> <laughs> we let our children go outside.
4: <laughs> uh-huh.
3: But yeah, on that- <laughs> the
0: deck. That he built.
3: It would. I would think it would take a lot of discipline because you probably at some point go. Even a professional athlete whose doctors have told him, given him very strict orders, we go, oh, I can pick him up. Right. Yeah.
2: I do think that that is going to be part of the thing because you look at what Andrew Luck did, and I keep, well, I will keep bringing it up, and I, I, realize we were not talking about Cam Newton's shoulder, but whatever, we've got to, uh, contractually obligated. <laughs> um, when you, when you look at what Andrew Luck did, like that was what they, they said to him. They said, you're in a sling, and like if you move your freaking arm. We're gonna be mad.
0: Is that how it went?
2: I think so. No, <laughs> I, I didn't test, have a. Test. Yeah, I didn't have a. Shame on you! And then I'm not a fly on the wall in that type of situation. Swatted him on but the like, nose
0: with a newspaper.
2: <laughs> they may have. You uh. got
1: the big cone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> does how Andrew does that have lift, have his,
3: lift his, <laughs> his shoulder? I, don't I know. do not like the Greg Olson pick. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. It's okay. He c- he could it's be. Okay. If he could be if in your, the Monday Night Football booth. You're drafting broadcasters. He won't,
0: he won't be. He He's coming back for one more season because Jason Witten is still in that booth for some ungodly wh- like reason.
3: Do you think Greg Olson's kicking himself for that decision right now? Yes.
1: Not with his foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The thing is the money is the money will be fine on the other side, but it's not going to be NFL player money. Right. He's got 17
2: million reasons to come back and play for two more years. Right. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. That's, a lot of money. That's a that's that's John Madden money. Yeah, that's 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 like seventeen million dollars is like I get it. He probably has a lot of money in the bank, but like seventeen million is not enough, is nothing to sneeze at. But he's not know? gonna get that. He's not two years. But he'll get seven of it next year yeah, he for gets, sure. It's got like seventy percent
1: of it guaranteed.
2: Yeah, right. he's gonna get seven of it for sure next year and then after the year after that then they could cut him and get and get some savings. But next year I think it's I think he has like a seven point one cap it and a seven point four dead cap, so it's like May as well just keep him on the roster. I mean, wow. worst-case scenario, the, the big dog uh, negotiated himself a nice little deal there. Mm-hmm. With the big cat. Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> I'm going to take Mario Addison with my oh! next pick. Give me Mario Addison. Give me a pass rusher. I, go, I went offense. Uh, no, I didn't. I went offense with my first pick, and then I went Dante Jackson. I had DJ written down, so I got confused. But, uh, um, I'm going to go Mario Addison, and, um, and like I'm going to pair him on the other side. Um with a young you, you no, don't get another Oh, I don't get to go back to back? I haven't no. written down the wrong way. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I, I was really to I was gonna anybody. let him go. How are you just, losing to this guy just, in a fantasy <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Just like a, terrible. Uh, By the way, Addison leading the Panthers in sacks over the last two years, and uh I, I just feel like he's been the only guy that has been able to get home even a, sl- even in the slightest. And Yeah, he's getting a little bit older, but I think he's part of that next wave of being the, the leaders of the team. Once you do, once Peppers retires, once TD inevitably retires, you're going to need somebody like Addison to play for three to four or five more years to be the, be the, the old head in that locker room for lack of a better term.
1: Well, uh, the colonists are excited that both of their, their picks have fallen favorably. The big board fell. Um, the, the shirt, by the way, is now as- asunder. The, the, the <laughs> necklace is showing. A couple buttons down as we get into the later rounds of this draft. Uh, I, I'm glad to take Trey Turner uh, with my first pick, and being careful to pick him uh, in, in the correct order so Josh doesn't chastise me. Yep. And then I'll follow it up with the tight end. I'm glad Nikki did not take Ian Thomas. Wow. Wow,
2: I'm actually shocked that uh, Ian went off the board there. Uh, that 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 surprises me. That really? feels
1: that feels early. Well, here's the thing about Ian Thomas is that he doesn't he he can catch the ball. <laughs> <laughs> he catches the ball. He doesn't look for somebody that was raw and somebody that was advertised as raw. He seems he's adept at catching the ball, which seems like a simple thing to do an obvious thing to do. But sometimes with those raw guys, that's not the case. And I feel like he's done a nice job adjusting to make catches all over the place. Um, and I think there's a decent chance that he is your number one tight end for at least half your season next year.
2: So. Am I wrong when I say that I feel like raw guys can catch the ball? Like that's their, like they can catch the ball, they're fast, but they don't know how to run routes or block right. or be in the right spot at the right time. I, I, I'm i not sure what raw it actually entails. Well,
1: it, I mean, it means you're, you're not as skilled. So, yeah, the route running isn't as good. But you can also have a guy that's raw but has good speed and then has C-minus hands. And I look at him and – Feel like he was more dynamic than than Olson was this season, granted, with a with a with a bum foot. But the the idea that I've got a fourth round pick that makes me feel that that comfortable, I'm I, I like I'll take the youth, um, and I'll take the young guy.
2: And funnily enough, the first pick in the fourth round of our draft. So that's there you fun. go. Mm. You didn't trade down or nothing. <laughs> had had some
1: calls. I wasn't. I was gonna. I was gonna suggest uh, just accumulating picks in later rounds for me as a as a <laughs> yeah. strategy. But I didn't want to. And then you just pick segment. up the last yeah. twenty five guys yeah. on the roster. Well,
2: I got a full team. You guys are running <laughs> Congratulations out of your
1: seven guys. Yeah, yeah,
2: terrific. I got Pilar. I got a punter.
1: How you like me now. How are you gonna flip the field? Also, huh? there's a real chance Pilardi
2: goes off the board here in the first forty. Um, wow. I think that I think I'm just I'm I'm not saying that he will. I'm just saying that there is a chance that he there, met. there
1: are tears there are tears <laughs> are you tears taking him with your shed.
0: pick is that what's happening
4: no i'm not <laughs> taking
2: uh i'm actually going to take the gentleman who i thought that i was going to be following up my team with um i will be taking taylor moton taylor moton that's what i like to refer to look as my swing tackle me, should i see look, that right on me your googling screen? taylor yep.
3: moton stuff right now
4: yeah Thanks, taylor moton
2: congratulations to you um, you have joined the team to be named later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for something really. I thought amazing. it was going to be super witty,
2: but it didn't come out good. So <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Maybe we will help. We'll help yeah. name it. We'll yeah, we'll,
0: we'll help. help. Josh Klein drools. will take <laughs> not Taylor Moten, who I thought was going to fall to me.
2: Nope, Taylor's off the board. Thanks
0: a lot. I will go. Shaq Thompson.
2: Mm, okay, that's fair. Still on his rookie deal. So, do you guys think that Shaq Thompson? Um, I, I hate the word bust, right? But for a guy that you drafted in the first round, do you feel like he has lived up to expectations?
3: Meh. That's my that's my answer. Yeah. Is that good? Is yeah. that good radio yeah. right there? Meh. Yeah. I think that's, that's about right. And, and he
1: was the twenty sixth pick, twenty fourth, twenty fifth pick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's not exactly at the top of the draft, and I do think that had Thomas moved on like a normal human being and not a, not a superhero that's uh, apparently going to play forever, <laughs> that maybe Shaq would have had a better chance to to grow. I don't think he necessarily got the best chance to show everything he's got either.
3: Okay. Yeah. And that, they.
0: That's. I like that.
3: Now they probably okay. They probably got saved a little bit because that night. They were gonna take DJ Humphreys, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. which would have been worse. Yes. So maybe we shouldn't.
1: Although there's we're some, there's some, there's Jack, some there is at least a uh, at least one train of thought that says that that is a, a, a rumor because he was a local kid more than Mm-mm. no, okay. no, nope. he was. The, that's 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 a good miss there. Yeah, yeah. That, was a, that was a nice miss.
2: It's interesting the misses because like the 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 Panthers liked a, they had. Five or six guys they like this year, and and in a few years it's going to come out who some of those guys were. Right. And inevitably, two of them are going to be great, and two of them are going to be absolutely terrible. And so, you know, when you say, "Oh well, they're glad they picked DJ Moore instead of uh, whoever Frank Ragnow or whatever," <laughs> I say now, because he went off the board first. But right. they did; they loved Ragnow. Yeah, and as well they should. They needed a guard center, the guy that could kind of carry the water, and. um, and so, if Ragnar had been terrible, then you would be like, "Well, they got saved by not drafting." I mean, that's how it always is. Right. So, mm. um,
3: so I got yeah. two picks here. Yeah, you sure do. Okay, this is this is making me sad.
0: Picks four and five, four oh. and five. Yeah, we
3: go way because to keep we're, it together. F- we're fifteen players in,
1: and I'm looking going,
0: huh? <laughs> this is, this not- is
1: supposed to be a Super Bowl team. Yep. And this is where you're fifteen. And you're going yeah. Right.
3: You just picked Ian Thomas with the with the with the... With the <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't even know. So, I can't even do math. So I'm I'm looking here, and I'm tempted to make one of my picks a guy whose medical status I don't know. Yeah, that's... Darrell Williams. Mm,
2: yeah. That was going to be my guy. I was kind of hoping he would slip under the radar. You know how you kind this of, is like, hope that... his contract right? Somebody, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So he may not even be back on the team. Right. Let alone healthy enough. Although I do... I... I everything that I have heard is that the Panthers really want to bring him back. So I um, will say
0: that was the one thing that kept me from thinking about taking him because I just don't, I don't know where he went down. What the first week of training camp based, basically. Yeah. Base. first week like of that. training camp, like, fought his
2: way back and then went back, went out the first, you know what I'm saying? I'm
1: yeah. just a little confused. You said that you think the Panthers want to bring him back, but yet you took Taylor Moten. Where are we, where were these guys playing?
2: Well, there are two stackle spots, right?
1: Yep. So we're so we're going Moten left tackle? That's what I think
4: is gonna happen. Well, I mean I'm asking. Yes, like, that, that is what, I,
1: because that I, is what like, I think I feel is like I feel like I asked a right happen. tackle question earlier in the season and was it was lambasted for even suggesting this. <laughs> I just <laughs> And then now now I feel like we've gotten to the end of the season, like, yep, Moten just gonna slide right on over.
2: I just feel like the I, I yeah, I mean uh, everything that I have like heard and kind of like and that's fine, I to. it's just, just to, that it's that they that they, that that is the ideal situation for the Carolina Panthers. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen because somebody could come out and be like, "Well, we really want Daryl Williams, so we'll offer him four years, $40 million," and he'll be like, "Well, peace out. I'll see you later." <laughs> I, I, I guess I'm moving to Dallas. Like, uh, you just don't know. Right. So, I I think that if they could get him back for a for a lower amount than what they wanted to than what he wanted last year, which I think they inevitably can, because he just spent a year on the DL or IR, either one, no matter what sport you're playing. And he is – I think it's like – I think it. I think that, that makes more sense to me. And then they can see if Taylor works at left tackle or, at the very least, you have kind of another backup plan.
1: Well, it makes sense if you don't consider the fact that you've got Matt Khalil sitting there in his contract because now you're paying – 25 million dollars combined for your left and right tackles and you got one of them sitting on the bench
2: well you're not paying a whole lot for taylor moton so second
1: round pick it's a decent paycheck
2: yeah uh,
3: i don't know john do you so see how i'm looking at taylor and uh, matt Khalil's cap hit it's right not now. it's not great it's not great well pre-june 1st it's 14 million post-june 1st oh no cap savings. now nah, yeah you're toast Yep. Yeah, we're toast.
2: Yeah, no, he's 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 it's going to cost a lot of money for for Matt Cleal whether he's on the roster or not.
3: So All right. I'm going to go. <sighs> not going to be on my roster. <laughs> my next pick. I'm going Tom Stavis.
4: Yeah,
2: I, I think that's fair. Still,
3: still solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still uh, probably came back better this year than maybe we hoped he would. So, no – and, ba- again, based on the rest of the roster, this is re- this is really a depressing exercise we're going through, I think. And, and well
1: – It really last, is. <laughs> at the end of last year, you remember Drew Brees picked on him, and that's what I was – I was, you know, dreading that at the end of the season this year What is it going to look like when Drew Brees picks on Thomas Davis and it didn't happen this right. year.
0: Right. He played his ass off in that Monday night yeah. game. Like I mean, a man on fire. Yeah.
2: You just went 15 and 16, a guy that didn't play a snap this year or played whatever, a quarter this year, and somebody who may retire. Yep. 15th and 16th best guys on the Panthers roster. (laughs) Aren't you glad that you're listening, Panther Nation? Welcome back (laughs) to One Day contract. All the cance- all the cancellations. Oy. I can hear the like clicks off, <laughs> or like the te- like people crying into their tissues right what, now. What
3: happened to the podcast? Well, we brought this guy John Halpin
1: on.
0: Yeah, <laughs> did a, we did a it fantasy topic. We We're like, we don't like
1: unsubscribe. St- we don't want people to be sad. We're gonna do a fantasy topic. It'll be much more uplifting.
0: It wasn't sad until we got to the fifth round, and I feel like that was.
1: Wait, did you miss the first four rounds? Yeah, did, you, <laughs> did you miss when I picked our
2: franchise quarterback that may not be playing next year?
1: <laughs> so I have question? a question
0: about my pick. Oh, geez. Can, can my pick be whatever defensive player the Panthers take with their first draft oh, pick? Oh, man,
2: that would be a great Futures. pick. But unfortunately, it cannot. We, oh. are, we are selecting players that are still on the Carolina Panthers roster.
0: Okay. Then I will go – I don't like any of this right now, by the way. I
2: think I know who you're going to go.
0: No, you don't. I think I'm going to surprise you. Oh, here we go. I'm going Fozzie Whitaker.
2: Wow. <laughs> All right. See, now I... now <laughs> <laughs> Over Cameron Artist pain. <laughs> at least Fozzie, we got an honest look at o- him. Tr- over Travaris <laughs> Cadet? <laughs> can you give us some... Can you just tell us why? Why? Why, Nikki? Why? 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 She wants the interviews. She wants the meet. I media. do, I do. She's like, if we're not
1: going to be good, let's at least be fun, and fuzzy. I mean, let's fun. at least
0: be entertaining. Uh,
2: that's my team right now. It's very entertaining.
0: <laughs> He's entertaining. I like him.
2: My pick? Your pick. Your pick. I'll take Devin Funchess. Give me Devin Funches. May not produce a whole lot more in the Carolina Panthers uniform – but he's going to really look great in red, white, Darnold. blue up there in <laughs> Buffalo. So you don't,
0: you don't get points in this league when he's dropping.
3: You don't get point for drops. <laughs> I guess what I just made up the scoring system. Oh, well, not dropping, you- <laughs> not dropping
0: for the Panthers, <laughs> dropping for the Bills.
3: That's fair. He's another player who. What? How long ago was it that we thought things with him were just fine?
0: Two months ago. Two months ago. The, really?
3: yeah. the, Philly, the Philly game. Detroit? Did he catch a big touchdown in the Philly game? Was yeah. that it? Yeah, he sure did. And we're kind of going, all right. That's you know, a long he's still, time ago. it's, you know, we have a nice mix of receivers and everything. And then the Detroit game happened and turned everyone against him. Not nope. that that was unwarranted, right? Was it the tr- Detroit yeah, game? Yeah, it was
2: Detroit. It's crazy because he is a guy that you would think to yourself, well, this guy can't get a whole lot of. Um, like, you just can't get that much attention in free agency. Like, he's going to be his good player. You look at who else is out there from a wide receiver standpoint, and, like, I mean, he's going to get, mm-hmm. uh, he's going to, I I. can tell you for a fact that he is probably going to get over $10 million a year. And when I say for a fact, I mean a guess, but right.
3: whatever. <laughs> and he's young. He's yeah. still really young. Yeah.
1: Mm. He's young. He's tall. He's got the body it, type, he has the experience. They can say what we want. You know, he has been a guy that's caught big touchdowns in big spots for them, and done it, and not been the guy that's been heralded at the end of the play. Yeah, like it's always right. Cam. it's yep. always Cam that made the play, and that guy has scored just about as many touchdowns in late, late half, late game situations as anybody in the NFL.
3: Like I, I would like them to have Devin Funchess again. I think he could bounce back. I just don't want to pay him. No, I agree.
1: Yeah, that that's. I don't want to pay him. I don't even want to fight to argue that I think he still has some value <laughs> right. after the Detroit game. Like people, you know, it's just like no Detroit. I, I really think <laughs> yeah. they will. miss. Yeah, him. Yeah, but, uh, it's fine. Well, I'm no. I'm just saying. Like no, it's like it feels like it's like all right. There's no coming back from this. Right. Like he, you know, he, he looked like he looked like a, a startled deer throughout the game with the ball soaring over his head. This is this is the end. I've accepted it. I do think he is a a, a good wide receiver that this team will miss more so than some other departures that you would have thought hurt more your pick my pick whoo building the, building the champion uh colonists is a lot of effort but <laughs> we're excited to bring someone new into the fold um and and we're going to bring in mr kyle love mm. i love I, that i, I love that pick. think i think one of the under underappreciated guys that actually has delivered uh more often than not Best dressed. that's <laughs> that <was Why>? <laughs> your pick right he stole your pick I love him because of the belly pick. Is that because of the best rest? Yeah. That's, that's why. I, that's why I picked him too. Fair. Um, and the other thing, uh, I do need someone on on third down because you guys have, have pointed out that my tight end is a little uh, a little raw. Uh, so I'm gonna take Jarius Wright. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I just appreciate the value of the third. Interesting
2: down. that you went Jarius Wright and not Torrey Smith. Like, uh, like legitimately, uh, that is interesting to me. Like, do you uh, do you think that Torrey Smith is just not? Doesn't have it, or do you? Ju- were you drafting for positional need there?
1: No, I, I mean I'm I'm picking Jarius Wright over Torrey Smith based on what I saw uh, for the Carolina Panthers in 2018.
0: That's fair. Do you think Torrey Smith is here next year?
2: <sighs> Maybe. I I don't know. They need it. They're going to need another wide receiver. So whether it's going to be Torrey it, Smith or whether it's going to be Darius Hayward Bay or whether it's going to be insert fifth round pick here, like. They're gonna need another guy, and I get it. Like, yeah, he makes five million dollars next year, but five million dollars is a is a it's not that much to pay.
1: That's a veteran. If that's he's a- gonna
2: be your veteran guy, that's gonna lead the wider. I mean, you have two wide receivers. Your number one and number two wide receivers next year theoretically are gonna be under 23 years old. Mm-hmm. So you probably want somebody that's a little bit that can teach them how to play football. And I get that Jarius Wright could probably do that, but you might want to have another guy. And, and, and I don't think, I think at the very least, Torrey Smith is going to be here through training camp right up until a cut day. And then they may release yep. him. But I, I was he I a just, one
3: year contract, two year contract. Two year contract. Yeah. Two okay.
2: years, 5 million each year. Unguaranteed. Okay. So, you know, like also, and I, these, these kind of things, I, I hate being this guy. That's like, but if you offered him 2 million guaranteed, Hey, Hey man, like I'll give you two million guaranteed March first, and you just take the money and you're on the roster. Would you take that? I don't know, but I right. Well,
1: I don't know. It, but the way I would be looking at it as a general manager is if somebody else was looking and to, to to cut somebody or looking to move, make a trade because if you if you covet that guy just like they did to to get Torrey Smith, you you make the trade. They can cut him. It's an advantage for you. They have no dead money on the other side, and you may be able to get somebody back. That, that, that you covet as well. Yeah. And so I think that the ability to having a, a veteran contract like that, it does have some value in whether or not they find somebody that fits that particular scenario. But I would absolutely be looking for somebody uh, like that. Give me Tory Smith. Welcome. <laughs> we talked Man, him uh, up.
2: We talked him up. I feel like we to sold Colin him to To Colin S-U-X. That's my the name of my team.
1: <laughs> the team of extraordinary gentlemen. <laughs> Why did you go with Torrey Smith here?
2: Um, I felt like I needed a veteran presence. Uh, my team is very young. You
1: Need twelve catches,
2: and I don't really like anybody else that's available, to be honest. And <laughs> you mean, guys yeah. talked me no. into it. And I, sometimes we've reached the point in the fantasy draft where I had a couple beers, and I <laughs> yeah, I made my pick. You know that that's who I picked.
0: That's that's how it always happens.
2: Mm. It is. There was actually another guy that I liked better, but it's fine. I love Tori Smith.
0: There was someone that you liked better? Community
2: service, baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How many beers have you had over there? One and a half. <laughs> <laughs> they're 8.0s, though. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, didn't, he didn't eat today.
1: <laughs> had a kill shake.
0: Josh Klein drools. I don't like it after round five.
1: That's just it. Like, this is this, this is, is the problem. This is this
0: bad. Is,
2: this is the issue. I mean, it's really, like, I like I wonder. Because I honestly, like, when we were talking about doing this idea, I didn't realize it was going to be like this. I, I thought it was going to be, like, fun. We were going to get, like, <laughs> well, we were going to go. We were going to go, like, eight rounds, like, seven rounds deep and get into, like, the, the practice squad and stuff. But I don't think so.
0: Well, you know what? I will do um –
2: I mean
1: Fozzie Whitaker's already gone in this draft, just to <laughs> Yes. Right. Uh,
0: I needed some entertainment on my team. Is that not how you build a championship team? <laughs> um, I will take as uh Josh said on hold on, let me find it. On twelve thirteen on one day contract, quarterback of the future, Taylor Heineke. Mm,
2: that's fine. That's a good that's a good pick. At so, least I mean I somebody
0: like a- has to throw the ball on my team, although
2: Not healthy right now, but that's fine. You know,
0: okay, let's go back to Atlanta game. This is the one thing that stood out the most for me, was watching Twitter, everyone flip out, like, get him out of there. He's going to get killed by that line. And if that doesn't make you appreciate Cam Newton and what kind of a quarterback he is and how sturdy he is behind that line. We put him behind a line like that basically every year. I'm sorry, we do. And what, after two quarters of football, we're like, get get him out of there before he gets killed.
3: I, I agree that you you look at them, uh, okay, look, take the Giants. Uh, I'm one of those people who grew up around here with another team, and the Giants was my team. And you watch them now, and everything is about there are people up there who defend Eli Manning by saying, well, it's the offensive line's fault. And I sit there and I go, okay, the team down here signed an, a left tackle off the street after week three or four, and things seem to work out fine. Now, I know I know, Cam is sort of an exceptionally mobile quarterback, but it, it really does. You're right. They, they just patched it together. You said earlier, you know, like
1: MacGyver, and it works because he makes it work. Right. And yet you look at it and you say they paid the center, they paid the right guard, they drafted, uh, you know, in the second round the right tackle. I mean, they've they've had pieces in place, and Matt Khalil has been whatever status – He's been. I mean, so it's not that they haven't even invested in it. It's just that it's not working.
2: Yeah. No, it's. Uh, and it's not. It's Matt Khalil. It's Taylor Moten. It's Darrell Williams. It's Jeremiah Surlis, It's like all these guys that they keep bringing in. I mean, they lost essentially three out of their top four tackles before the season started. Like that's. Yep. It's tough to build an offensive line that way. I'm sorry, but it is. Same thing with the freaking secondary. Like they you know, everybody wants to talk about how terrible the secondary is, but they had like three of their three of their assumed top five guys got hurt within the first two weeks of the season. Like Kevon Seymour, Ross Cockerell, and Denora Searcy out for the year, and I get it that Kevon Seymour may be not the savior of this organization, although he may be the savior of Colin S U X here in round seven. <laughs> but uh, like these <sighs> I, yeah, it, it's it's tough, man. Football's hard, as yep. we're finding out when we're
3: trying to build this <laughs> roster. So I shouldn't draft Matt Khalil. No. <laughs> well, if you want, he's you. on and my list. He's on my list. <laughs> Everybody, yeah. I'm gonna go. So we're at player number 24. I'm gonna pick Dontari Poe. Okay. I mean, not great. It's been a little disappointing, but. There have been – there. there's reason to believe things could get better. That's true. We have evidence to suggest from him, even though he's 28, almost 29, whatever it is, that things could get better.
0: I think that you know, every time I, it comes back around to me, I look at both him and Vernon Butler, and all I think about is – I don't want to say what could have been, but sometimes I, I, I see them, and I'm like, it just feels like it should be different for some reason.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and John
3: – Butler's. You have another pick, right? I have, an, I have another pick. I was, I was hoping everybody would keep talking because everybody do not know. Because <laughs>
4: it. yeah. it's really hard. Because you're going to blurt you know. out Captain Munderland at some <laughs>
2: yeah. point and you're just be wrong. J.J.
3: Jansen. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Nothing po- against J.J. Jansen. Polardi ranked very high on TFF. Very
0: entertaining. Entertaining. We're about entertainment.
1: Should we just go through the rosters here? Well, what are we at? We're I, mean, at I just – who, who is now higher than what you would consider a replacement player? Like if, if Chris Manhurts is a replacement level – Like we're – Excluding the guys that like the the Peps, Ryan Khalil's the guys who may very well be walking out that door. Don't tip any picks, Mike. <laughs> I, I'm look. I mean, it's, there's not a lot. Yeah, there's not a lot after a while. Uh, hey,
3: Colin Jones is great on special teams. You got a lot of guys great
1: on no. special teams. All
3: right, I, actually, I've got one. If we're gonna now, now, we can get to the point where we take maybe we look at potential even if no, sure. we might not Sure. i going to look to the future. Rashawn Goldman, why not? Mm, they that's picked fine. him in the 3rd round. Yeah. The first, second, and fourth picks were good. Maybe with a little experience. And I think the 5th round better. is good.
2: If we're going to I don't want to mm. spoil too much about my 8th round here, but uh, I think Jermaine Carter is going to be a good linebacker yeah. in this league in 2 years.
3: Okay. Is I'm it going. my pick? It's
2: no, your, it's no, no, it's Nicky's pick. No, it's pick.
0: mine. Also, I love him because he's taken probably like the greatest picture ever taken in college football. Where he's giving the finger they, to, yeah, to the um, Alabama fans. Yeah, there you go. um What round are we in? Seven? Is it seven? One, two, three, four.
2: <laughs> this is great radio of you just counting.
0: <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just counting over here. um I am going to go. Ah, this is terrible. <laughs> this is so, 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 so terrible. I am going to go with the person who I think has had a phenomenal year that's getting overshadowed by the fact of how this season has went. Mike Pilardi.
1: Wow. I love mm. that. I love that pick. Honestly, hard pressed to find a more consistent performer this year. It's than true. Yep. I think he team. might.
0: I mean, he's had such a season and no one's talking about it. Well, because he's, a punter. he's the punter, yep. but at the same time, I, I don't know. Some of these games, it could be much, much, much worse. If it wasn't for him, I feel like, in some of these games. And they
3: didn't have to trade a fourth-round draft pick for him. That's mm. so. true.
1: It's you know, point. he I really think – we make fun of Gettleman all we want. I think he got scarred by Matt Dodge, the rookie punter from ECU, who in – was it week 17 or week 16, the Giants are facing the Eagles. They say, whatever you do, don't kick the ball to Deshaun Jackson. He said, don't worry – I'm a rookie, but I know what I'm doing. And what did he do? He kicked it to – Yeah. And, and, and I really – because Gettleman even said, "In the, uh, would it be fair to these guys to have a rookie in that role? Like, I think he legitimately was uh, – he, he was forever altered by that play. Yeah, but – you didn't have to have
3: a rookie in the role. There was other punters you Lots could sign Lots of up other punters. Oh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not disagree, I'm not disappointed. You didn't not have to have the best too. punter
1: in the league or who you thought was the best punter in the it's league. That's true. But we gotta bring him home and that was a nice that was a nice story.
0: <laughs> all right. We're going speed my, round now.
2: Oh, is it my pick?
0: Yeah, Wait. it is. It is. Oh,
2: we're re- oh, That's fine. We're I'm ready. We're going speed round now. Give me Julius Peppers. Hall of Famer. We're gonna have a couple Hall of Famers on this team. I'll take jo- I'll take Pep. Also one of my favorite college basketball players of all time. Oh, there you go. Okay. I, sure.
0: I was Going to take him, especially after seeing what his wife was posting on Instagram. Yeah, well, I was like, t- "He's coming back."
2: Well, you already had Fozzie Whitaker, Heineke, and Michael Polardi on
1: the team. Sounds so. like a
0: winning team. Yep. Sounds like a team that would beat Josh.
1: <laughs> Who's up next? Uh, Colin, I back a, to back. I I am excited to ask Ro- Ross Cockrell Damn to it. the team. God, I, I was going to do that. Girl. Yep. <laughs> not first or last? This is why the Colonists spell championship. <laughs> <laughs> uh the best secondary player we never got to love yep we may
2: get to love him next Mm -hmm. year i hope he i hope they they keep
1: him on the roster and all kinds of well the way they the way they talked about him unless there's the only way you would imagine he would not be back is if there's a regime change yeah because the way they talked about him um i think you 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 have to bring him um and then for for my eighth pick i I'm going young here. I'm going to go with Mr. F.A. Obata. Oh, I God, love you
0: him. T- f-
1: Look, I'm good at this. Why did I go with Pep? That was really p- bad
2: draft by me, unfortunately.
1: And I get to go to, to the UK, hang out with Kevin and Zach. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> they do hang out over there. A lot. Joshua. You know what? You know who I'm going to take?
0: Who are you going to take? I'm
2: going to take perhaps our future um, – Cornerstone at left tackle, only 29 years old, maybe completely healthy. (laughs) No salary cap in this game. I'll take Matt Khalil. Give him to me. Wow.
0: I can't believe someone took Matt Khalil in this game. That's
1: right, baby. To be fair, he did go after Pilardi, And uh, who else did you pick? (laughs) Fozzie Fozzie. and Heineke.
0: (laughs) The winning team. That's right. The winning team. You're the only
1: one that can throw the ball, so. Oh, that's a good point. For now.
0: I, <laughs> I, I might take a backup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go Amini Silatolu. Oh my.
2: Over See, over uh, over Van Roten? GVR still available? I yeah. <sighs> I probably should have gone sure GVR. Yeah. We for
4: you. G-
0: Do you love G V R that much?
2: I just Love like, is a strong uh, word. Yeah, love is a strong word. Kay. It's a. it's also a many Splendor thing.
3: Which is nice, and here we are, and where else are we going to go? So I'll take him. Oh, there we go. GVR is off the board. GVR. All right, Uh, the next I'll take. Other than a couple of bad games, okay. Graham Gano. Oh, that's a nice pick,
1: right? Good value.
3: I mean,
2: good you know, yeah, we—that we is good we value. Former Pro
1: Bowler four. and
2: also former NFC Special Teams Player of the Week or Player of the Month in October. So pretty good.
1: Yep. Wish we could give that kickback though. I like that draft six, position. Four, six, eight,
2: nine. Okay, are we at?
0: No, we're at.
2: Okay, so this is the second to last round. Yeah. Nikki, you're up.
0: Has anyone?
2: Oh, geez. Are we oh. at the has anyone taken oh, no. part of the part of the <laughs> like, draft?
0: Give me. <laughs> Get your sleepers in for these last uh, two. Here we
1: go. Well, this I, is when I thought my Lorenzo well, Doss pick is, out well, there.
0: Well, this is why I thought that he was already taken, but I don't see him in my chicken scratch of handwriting. Jermaine Carter Jr.
2: He is not. Yes. He is still he is available.
0: I will take the future for I
2: don't know what dollar, <laughs> I
0: don't know what dollar amount to throw there.
2: My pick? Your pick. Yes. My pick. Um, with my pick, I'm going to be also selecting for the future and perhaps with some um, – certainly looking towards the future with some upside. I'll be taking a Rookie, who will be going into his second year. Guard, undrafted free agent, and had a moment where he was going to be starting it. Left guard Brendan Mann. I knew I'll you were going to I don't know
0: why. I'll
2: take Brendan Mann.
1: Mm, interesting choices. Interesting choices. Not the ones I would have made, but interesting nonetheless. <laughs> the
2: last one really threw me off my game when you picked two of the guys, both of the guys that I wanted, that I thought one of them would make it back around to me after the swing, because I did want Pep on my team.
1: That's there, that's a good. There's good reason there. You got to... You're building a history for your organization. And on well, the, uh, you know what? C-X. You need a you need it a little some bit some of a veteran
2: presence.
1: Yeah, you can't just you can't have the the uh, with the inmates running the asylum. You got to have the the leadership position there. Um, un- unlike my team, which is just we're just all over the place. <laughs> uh, we we are really scraping it. I guess I'm taking Marshall Newhouse. Wow. For reals? Because I need because I need a left tackle. Wow, gotta have a tackle on there. Got gotta have something. Trying to solidify the line there. Um, and then for my, I feel
2: like JJ Jansen might be going ahead of, <laughs> kind of in my draft on my draft board, but maybe I mean I could be wrong. Well, uh,
1: you you need those long snapper fantasy points. Um, and really after that, I'm with you. I think the Jermaine Carter, I, I'll, I would I would take stock in and Andre Smith over uh, Marquise. So I guess I'll say Andre Smith round up my my roster.
2: I mean ugh, the way that this thing deteriorated by the last few <laughs> rounds is absolutely terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like I like I just did not see that coming.
3: Are mo- are we over analyzing this as far as would other NFL teams be like this if I we got past the I think every NFL slayer, team right? would yeah, be the exact abso- same way. Abso- okay. Of, of right? course,
2: but you know what? I don't care. Let's set the freaking building on fire cuz I am
0: freaking out. <laughs> Joshua
2: um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess at this point I'm going to take, um, hang on. Let me just, let me just check my roster. here. I'm just going to go ahead and read it out for the folks at home. It's Cam Newton, Dante Jackson, Mario Addison, uh, Devin Funches, Taylor Moten, Tory Smith, Julius Peppers, Matt Khalil. And Brendan Mann, I have a lot of offensive linemen on my team. It's clearly <laughs> clearly what I value, and defensive linemen for that matter. Um, I think I, I feel like I need a weapon, right? I don't think I have any weapons aside from Cam. Oh, I guess I have a bunch of Elijah Hood still on the board. <laughs> yeah, um, give me Kevon Seymour. Oh,
0: he the has
2: weapon. he has started a game before.
0: He has started a game.
2: And uh, and I'll take him. Give me Kevon.
1: Wow. Wow, yeah, I think I think John, you're right. Is this is this more an, an indictment on the Panthers? Is this just the reality of? Is this just how a team the, works? Well, yep. because I wonder this if is it's what, getting this so is why, fast. But this is and this is why. Yeah, I think the turnover has gotten faster and faster. But I think this is why so many people are drawn to the to the name recognition every time. Then they're like, I hear name free agent associate right. with my team because the reality is that list is about three to four players deep on. Every other team, if this isn't your team, yeah, you know the names that you just tune in and, and know. Still two more picks, am I right? Yes. Yes. Nikki's up. I'm so excited to
2: hear what who Nikki picks.
0: Everyone's backup.
2: Oh, Mike Rucker. Interesting selection.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do love him. Everyone's backup. Tyler Larson.
2: Yeah, that's a good pick. He was on my board. Okay. Is Vernon Butler salvageable? No. Oh. I actually think. I actually think for yes. the final pick here, I feel like that's that's got to be your pick, right? Yeah. I mean, I so mean, let's what just else look at pick? let's yeah. look at who's but, but, available right now. You got Chris Gigi. Clark. Chris Clark is on the board. G G. Garrett Gilbert is on the
1: board. Captain Munderland. Captain
2: Munnerlyn still on the board. Corn. Colin Jones. Kyle Allen. Colin Jones would be a. I mean.
1: J J. Jansen.
2: Solid special teams pick. Plays a lot of positions. Colin mm-hmm. Jones. I'm not going to tell you which way to go. But for, is
1: Vernon Butler? I heard one answer. Is Vernon yeah. Butler salvageable? I think so. I think the problem for him is that that he needs to play where KK is playing, and I don't think he's that good at it. I I, I don't know that he. I think he needs to change the scenery to be salvageable because I think it's again that you say what you want about Vernon Butler and Shaq Thompson. Neither one of them, I think, were put into a position to accentuate them uh, as as players. All right, so I gotta make a pick.
3: <laughs> I guess since there's nobody left. I Chant- wrote, All right, I'll take Vernon Butler. Chandler, Chandler- Cantonzaro. I already yeah.
0: wrote VB by your name. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: done. It's, done. It is
0: in stone.
2: All right. Do we want to read out our teams?
3: Sure. Mm. Uh, John, you had first pick. So Christian McCaffrey, Eric Reed, James Bradbury, Daryl Williams, Thomas Davis, Dontari Poe, Rashawn Golden, Greg Van Roten, Graham Gano, Vernon Butler.
0: Uh, On Josh Klein drools, we have Luke, Curtis Samuel, Greg Olson, Shaq Thompson, Fozzie, Taylor Heineke, Michael Pilardi, Amini, Jermaine Carter Jr., and Tyler Larson. Everyone's back up.
2: can't believe Amini went so early in the draft. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just like his name. Colin S-U-X, a.k.a. Josh Klein rules (laughs) the team. Uh, We've got number one, Cam Newton number 26, Dante Jackson, number 97, Mario Addison, Taylor Moten, Devin Funches, Torrey Smith, Julius Peppers, Matt Khalil, Brendan Mann, and Kivon Seymour. Pretty well-rounded group, if I do say so myself.
1: Um, can you hum the uh, We Are the Champions that you were humming earlier <laughs> for your second-place finish? Uh DJ Moore, KK Short, Trey Turner, Ian Thomas, Kyle Love, Jarius Wright, Ross Cockrell, who's healthy, F.A. Obata uh, just continues to get better, Marshall Newhouse, and Andre Smith on special teams. I mean, I don't think I could have asked for anything more out of this.
0: I can't wait (laughs) to see how this all unfolds because I am keeping the sheet of paper forever.
3: Your notes are very – you actually referenced up show from two or three weeks ago yeah. in the middle of this, so these no, I'm impressed by the note-taking.
0: Thank yep. you. Some of them I can't read, though. Again, I don't know why I just wrote Vincent's name down for something. <laughs> I
1: would like Josh's official team name to be uh, Klein Drive. <laughs> did, you, did you ever see the Seinfeld episode
3: where he was writing notes when he was half asleep? Flaming globes
2: of Sigmund. Like, I don't know what this means. That's you with Vincent right there. It doesn't mean
3: anything. Uh, if you would like to check
2: out our full rosters, you can check out Josh's Chicken Scratch notes
3: on the show page <laughs> at theriotreports.com.
0: John, tell the folks at home where they can find you on the internets.
3: Um, I host podcasts for Rotowire for fantasy football and for a website called Pick Watch, which tracks. NFL picks straight up and against the spread from everybody who makes picks, um, you know, on networks and things like that. Um, it's a good resource. So com and, um, I'm at Jay Halpin 37 on Twitter.
0: Follow him. Josh? How did the Panthers
3: do this year against the spread? They're middle of the road somewhere. I don't okay. remember off the top of my head, yeah. but you so know, not great. Kind of. Okay.
2: Okay. Uh, you can follow me at Josh Klein rules <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, we're gonna create
0: Josh Klein journals, by the way. You
2: Follow the riot. It's gonna be a lot of Harris Teeter talk on there, I'd imagine. Uh, you follow the riot report at our riot report. We will be in New Orleans this weekend, and then we will get you for all of your draft coverage needs going forward. Draft, off season, free agency, all kinds of bullcrap is gonna happen as soon as the season is over. So successful we will be ready surgeries, for 2019. Yes, successful surgeries. People getting fired. People getting hired. We're all over it.
0: All over it. Colin?
1: At Colin CLT. <laughs> you do just say
2: the last <laughs> thing that I say.
4: I never noticed it before, <laughs> but now I can't let <laughs> hear it. At
1: Colin CLT on Twitter. I mean, I've been scared off this Instagram thing now that we're, uh, Facebook's evil again. I don't know. Oh. Is Facebook evil? <laughs> so Aren't, evil. They are, right? and like I, I, I wanted to buy into the Instagram ecosystem, but then you're just right back in... Right back yes. in with the, the, the overlords, and I don't know how I feel about that. So I'm not so sure it's going to be big.
0: This is another Paw Patrol conspiracy theory. I can I'm feel it. I'm not so sure it's going to be big. I can feel it. And I'm Nikki704 on Twitter. This is One Day Contract, part of the Riot Network, powered by Ortho, Carolina. John Halpin, your one day contract is up. Everyone else, see you next week.